two, one. Hello, everyone. I'm Trent Luce. Welcome to another edition of Rural Routes, the program where we gather every day at this time. Well, we do it Monday through Friday anyway. And what we do when we gather is continue to address the issues between rural and urban America. That means it is a Wednesday. That means that J.C. Cole joins us from somewhere in Never Never Land, New Jersey. How are you, J.C.? I'm doing well. We're at uh, in New Jersey and on uh, over the hump day. Uh, I feel like you're my best stalker because it doesn't matter where I'm at, what I'm doing. You're always monitoring what's about to happen to me, <laughs> which I say very endearingly. Spearhead. Yes, it's yeah. a spearhead. Yeah. I actually wear a spearhead. You do? I, I, I seriously, I do. I uh, when I was uh, 17, I found it in, uh, up in the mountains of the Wind River Range. Really? That's kind of cool. Yeah. It's like a pickle hobby helmet. <laughs> right there. Oh, yeah. Maybe maybe back up. Yeah, there you go. That's cool. That was somebody's weapon one day that enabled them to actually find food to sustain themselves. That's why that's a very Absolutely. good symbol for you to wear. Yeah. All right. So, what's the latest that we need to know? Well, you have seen uh, in the last week a bunch of uh, cyber attacks happening. And, um, you know, which again is pointing out our vulnerability uh, that, uh, of course, the, <laughs> the web, the internet web uh, sites shut down a couple of days ago. And when I read the report, the core problem was an issue. No, that's, that's it did not reported. say that. It did not say <laughs> they, that. They did it. An issue. Oh, an issue shut down half of the world's web. <laughs> you know, people make this stuff up. But so my, let's see. Apple my pickup confirmed. won't start. And the, the core problem is the issue. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's, it's an issue. Right. Right. <laughs> But uh, like uh, Apple, Apple confirmed that their Apple Card uh, outage affecting all users. I guess that's an issue, right? Uh, the ferry service, um, the ferry service uh, suffers a uh, cyber attack. Um, New York's, uh, um, what is it? Um, um, uh, subways um, admit, admits a, a, a breach. You know, so yeah. so we're getting. We're showing vulnerabilities uh, again in in our entire system. You know, it's like when technology fails, and, but, and it's quite serious. Well, once again, JC, it's almost like as if somebody's just picking out little bits and pieces to give you an example. Last week, we're talking about a cyber attack on the meatpacking business. The week before that, we're talking about a cyber attack on a pipeline. A week before that, we got electricity issues. Now we've got transportation issues. It's like somebody's just showing you, hey, hey, pay attention. Here's what could be happening. It's like that horse that's starting to buck. Are you going to fix it or yeah. are you going to just get bucked off? Yeah. I'm, I'm just curious why there's never any cyber attacks on the pharmaceutical companies. Just curious. Uh, <laughs> just a mere coincidence. Right. That'll be next week. That'll be our issue right. next week. Right. So, so yeah, there's so, – um, and, of course – Who's all, who's the, all reporting that, J.C.? Is it because it hadn't you not shared that with me? I would not have noticed it. Not that I'm paying a lot of attention to other things today, but 
Was it widely well, reported? I, I, I monitor a bunch of different sites and, and um, you know, and, and see what pops up. Um, you know, I certainly don't listen to CNN or Fox News. And, um, and uh, you know, just scanning through a lot of stuff to identify. Again, it, it comes down to the... Um, you know, the analogy that we we said, you know, that um, uh, we have to be aware that the wolf may come and and uh, attack the herd, uh, on and and so we're we're looking for traces of when that possibly can happen, and at the same time we're preparing for it, hopefully preparing for it, because it, it, it's pretty obvious that you know one of the things that I pointed out was. We, we, the government spent $10 trillion on this uh, COVID issue. And mm -hmm. at the same time, they haven't spent $5 billion to harden the electrical grid. That's 0.005%. They couldn't spend that to harden the electric grid and put, you know, basically high-tech surge protectors on our electric uh, uh, transformers. So something's up. And, yeah. and, you know, now we're seeing even the official people, I think, in one of your interviews um, that, you know, Texas is is looking at a, a lot of trouble with it, their electric grid coming mm -hmm. up this this summer. Yeah, that was my and unfortunately. Yeah, uh, um, unfortunately, if if you. Uh, if you look at us as a society, we are so dependent on electricity and there's no need for it. You know, we can easily have alternative backups. I'm not talking alternative energy like wind or solar or stuff like this. I'm talking about having some fail safes in place if the system goes down for a long period of time. And of course, on everything else, it always comes down to food and water. Mm -hmm. I mean, as long as we can have those, we can we'll still be standing. But if um, if we don't have those, we're in trouble. And now that brings us to this issue that's forming out west, where this drought is getting quite serious. And yeah, it, and, it is. Um, <clears throat> in fact, yes, we're in New Mexico today, and it's it's very serious here as well. Right, uh, and now we uh, don't have we uh, don't have. To, go ahead. Now we don't have to get to a conspiracy theory on it, but but we can sit there and go, look, we have weather engineering, um, the ability to manipulate the weather. So either mm -hmm. somebody's doing it to us, or somebody's not doing it for us. That's pretty evident. We haven't uh, seen it. Yeah, you can't you can't argue that. That, that that's clear. What I wanted to bring up, and then we come back to the weather, and we'll come back to New Mexico, because I'm really looking forward to today's program here in Moriarty, New Mexico. Although I don't have my closer, Kevin Jenkins is in Portland at a meeting. He'll be back tomorrow in Springerville. But in Wyoming, the hot topic, JC, was Bill Gates investing in a nuclear power plant. And we have seen farmers and ranchers who live in proximity to uranium, constantly targeted now we have the same people who are trying to control every other aspect of our life trying to control energy supplies that is a topic of discussion absolutely you know it came back to what we discussed before um you know food is a combination of of energy 
and water and ground. And now, mm-hmm. you know, it's very obvious that there's a full court press going to control those, those things. And the, you know, the other question is we get into, um, nuclear power and why do we need nuclear power? In fact, they actually had created a nuclear power that's quite safe. I think it was, um, it was back, back 20, 30 years ago. Uh, it's still around. I think it's, it's lithium, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but doesn't, uh, put off the, uh, dangerous byproducts. But the foundation, I know this is not going to go over well. The foundation of the nuclear plants is that it creates a byproduct needed for nuclear weapons. Nobody discusses that, but that's really Nobody. what it is. Nobody would ever use a nuclear yeah. weapon in, anymore. No, no, no. Uh, uh, absolutely uh, not. You know, so it also re- reminds me. It also reminds me of the the conversation I had when I was, <clears throat> excuse me, in Bismarck with the Lignite Energy Council meeting, and I accidentally ended up sitting at the lunch table with two people who work for the Bureau of Land Management, and they asked me about the uh, exploratory work for drilling for rare earth minerals in south central Nebraska and north central Kansas. And I said, well, I hear that there's some something taking place, but I don't know anything about it. Oh, well, the two world's largest deposits of, and I don't remember the minerals and never even heard of them, oh, JC. I have a degree in geology and I can't even pronounce them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so I said, well, where exactly are you talking about? And turns out, that it's the same region of the world of the nation that has this national heritage area designation that we've been fighting governor Ricketts and angel Cushing in uh, Lyon County, Kansas. It's just coincidental. These BLM guys, BLM being Bureau of Land Management guys knew that these rare minerals were in the same exact region. They're trying to take control of the land. Hmm. No coincidence. Yeah, the rare earth. But I do have something else I have to say. Lone Creek Cattle Company provides the opportunity for cattlemen to add value but then capture the value. It's really coming down to are you going to get paid enough to continue? And if you're part of a brand of beef program that has a specific quality and then you get rewarded for that, like the Piedmontese breed and the myostatin gene, well, it'll work really well. And it's working well for us. Get more details from Marlon Will about the certified Piedmontese system and ask him what exactly is this myostatin gene and how does it pay my bills? Lone Creek, Cattleco.com. More JC Cole and Roll Route after this. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Trent Luce alongside JC Cole, Roll Route on the Arise USA tour stop in Moriarty, New Mexico. New Mexico has huge challenges. You don't know what you just did in the first segment, JC, but you're you're just like that. You used the analogy, the wolf biting. We are in New Mexico where ranchers are dealing with wolf predation on cattle at an unprecedented level and going to start dealing with more because we care more about a wolf than people. Yeah. It's not Houston, Gary. Wrong answer. All right, so... Where, where do we go from here, JC? Well, you know, we were, we were talking about energy, and, of course, everything is linked to energy. And, and my concern is all, always that the farmers back up their energy system. When uh, Hurricane Sandy hit and, and shut down New Jersey and Long Island, 
Um, I just happened to go buy one of the larger farms in New Jersey. We, we still have a few. And I was just shocked to see that these guys didn't have any, any electrical backup systems. Um, you know, and, and it's so critically important because just a small amount of electricity and you can run your, your well and therefore have water. And mm-hmm. um, it, uh, again, it's critical, you know, because as we are looking, as we're watching, our infrastructure is starting to fail and that we don't have any fail safes because it was so strong before we just assume they'll always work. So we've got to focus on our farmers to back their systems up Um, because, you know, it's pretty much with food, we can solve any problem without food. We're not going to solve anything. So, so the key to focus on and, and uh, are the farmers and of course trying to get somebody in government who's high enough to wake up and start to protect the farmers and the farms. You know, and I, I, I consider it well, national security. I do too. And, and it, it's really water at the beginning because that's what you were talking about in the first segment is a severe drought. So to think about that there could be weather manipulation causing a drought is just, it's beyond what I can even grasp myself, but you don't have food without water and you don't have energy. If you don't have electricity, it's tough. We we have done that, but we've moved way away from that. It's tough to have water. So it all comes back to that water. Correct. And, and water is so linked to energy that you get that, that trio in there. And, um, and, uh, you know, water, energy, and ground, and that produces food. And, well, you know, of course, on water, we also have to look at how we, going into the 21st century, how we can use water more efficiently, um, because I think it will be a big issue. Uh, it will be um, one of our biggest limited, uh, potable water, one of our biggest limited resources. Well, we know that we have the same amount of water on the planet as we did when Jesus walked the planet. It's just a matter of where that water is located. Yes. Again, we get back to energy and the control of energy. And, of course, also the control of energy also means, in certain cases, the control of uh, desalinization Mm -hmm. because it's an energy-intensive process. Wait a minute. You, You talked about we have had zero investment from an energy standpoint, infrastructure, what if we would have taken some of this abundant COVID money and used it for desalinization? We've never had a water issue again. I think that's probably correct. I think what happens is you're literally seeing the big picture, almost like a fight between good and evil um, on whether humanity is going to control its destiny or not. And so you're seeing a fight happen, uh, but not being declared. Mm -hmm. But you're still seeing it happen. You're seeing, um, you know, uh, uh, let's say the the, uh, rainwater and snowfall on the West just being shut down somehow. Um, You're certainly seeing 
the use of COVID-19 to manipulate um, bottlenecks in the supply chain. And, and, uh, you know, we're seeing other, other things happening to, again, our food supply. First time Kelly and I went to Australia, which was 2012, uh, we went out in the bush and we were both just shocked at how one of the best water supplies they had was they were capturing roof water and running it into barrels and they used that water. And it was just like, geez, that just makes so much sense. And it wasn't long after that, we got home and I started paying attention to that. And I thought, why don't we, nobody does that here. Although in the house that my father grew up in and that I grew up in as a kid, we had uh, a gutter system at grandpa and grandma's that all went into the cistern, right? So we used to do that. And then I got home and I recognized that Oregon was making it illegal to catch your own, your own rainwater. I'm like, correct. How, how can you have an overreach of government at that level? And that was 10 years ago. Yeah, I think um, I think uh, Colorado and Oregon uh, both made it illegal to capture your uh, your rainwater, and and you, you got to look at the the level of the lunacy that um, the governments are are having on control. Uh, undoubtedly, I'm going to steal that phrase. The level of lunacy. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Please do. Yeah, a guy from Lehigh gave me the phrase. The level of lunacy. Yes, yes. So, so I'm, I'm watching it. Another big thing is going to come on, and we've got to change our hats to tinfoil at this point. <laughs> okay, is, I got a little tinfoil right here, so it's all good. Yes, is is if you've noticed, all of a sudden, um, the issue of UFOs has been coming up a lot, where now apparently the government is saying that they actually do exist, right? And... So this was kind of one of those issues that I followed for a while, uh, especially from the engineering side, because of the uh, if 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 UFOs do exist, then what's the uh, energy source that's propelling them? So again, curious. But here's a here's some facts that not many people know. I kept on seeing so much information. This is this is one of my uh, eye openers that UFOs existed, but never firsthand. And quite honestly, I don't want them to land in the back of my, my farm. But, <laughs> but firsthand, and I wanted firsthand, I want firsthand information to prove certain things. I came across this guy who said, if you purchase third generation night vision, you can watch them in the sky. Well, third generation is quite good, and and it basically amplifies the light very well, and and you can see things visually that before you couldn't see. The unfortunate part about that is third generation night vision is like three thousand dollars. I finally said, look, I'm spending too much time on this. Either either you know forget about it or prove it. So I actually bought the. Th- third generation night vision, went out and looked, and yes, sure enough, they are in the sky, they are flying. As far as unidentified, I wouldn't quite put it that way, right? And basically, at that point, I know this is going to be stunning for some people, 
the government is lying to us and has for many years. You got to get over that, JC. They would never do that. Yeah, I know. I know. And, and, and so that, that very simple, that very simple question, if they lied about this, Mm -hmm. the um, flying saucer issue, then what else are they lying about? And now you look, okay, everybody believed that you're actually going to get Social Security? <laughs> really? I, don't you think at the core everybody knew that there was no way it was going to work? In my lifetime, anyway. Maybe I, before. I think so. I, th- I, I think so. You know, and so so now we're looking at this, this system. And, and so it, when you actually dig deep into the UFO issue, we... And the, let's call it the American military, the American military, mm-hmm. whoever controls it, actually has flying, um, uh, uh, flying machines that do not use, let's say, um, um, uh, 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 carbon-based fuel. In other words, they're not using jet engines. They're using anti-gravity or magnetic electric balancing. Okay, I, that is exactly electric magnetic balancing. That's where we will pick it up when we come back with the second half. The Arise USA tour continues today, Moriarty, New Mexico, tomorrow, Str- Springerville, Arizona. And then on Friday, we are going to have a big pizza party at what is apparently the best pizza shop in America, the Great American Pizza Company, Golden Valley, Arizona. Sheriff Mack is going to... uh He's going to be on cloud nine, I'm just telling you. Keep track of what we're doing at BigBatUSA.org, and I do a better job every single day on my own Facebook page. I hate to say that. I just said it. Oh, well, J.C. Cole will be back second half of Roll Route after this. Welcome back. Roll Route, Trent Loose alongside J.C. Cole, who's now trying to tell us that the military can fly planes without carbon-based fuel. There's another conspiracy theory he's bringing to the forefront right here, right today. Right. And so <laughs> it's, um, it's basically that, uh, you know, the military figured out how to create m- magnetic um, force and how to balance it. And so they don't need uh, they don't need uh, jet fuel. How does it work? Um, how do you balance magnetic forces? You're an engineer. Well, yes, actually, the, the first looked like a, a, a toroidal spinning of something called um, red mercury uh, because mercury is a metal, but it's also a liquid. So they were able to, to balance it off, and that hmm. could create a magnetic field. And, of course, now we know that e, uh, EMPs, uh, electromagnetic pulses, that were able to create those. And so they were able to create uh, a focused, um, small a magnetic field that was stronger than gravity at that location. And so you, you, you simply put that in the ship and you're able to balance off the magnetic pull of the earth. And when you want it to go a little bit stronger, you, you increase it and you, that, that lifts you away from the earth as like two magnets um, pushing away from each other. And if you want to go forward, you kind of tilt the rear end and then you go forward. And if you look up, uh, um, uh, I think his name is Robert Teller, Professor Teller, and you'll see that mm-hmm. he's always linked to uh, 
to the invention of what we call anti-gravity and the propulsion system. So we have that. We've had it for a very long time. It's estimated that we've had it since the late 70s. The so, issue comes up of why didn't they tell us? Right. And uh, from a cowboy standpoint, what I just heard you say was that gravity is what forces me to fall from the horse to the ground. The anti-gravity is that I should be able to figure out how to magnetically balance and just flop back up there. I'd like to, I'd like to put in an engineering, uh, uh, no, what, Forces you to the ground was your bad riding skills. <laughs> There's still some energy involved in hitting the ground. Trust me. Yes, yes, there is. And um, <laughs> but, but yes, um, and and what they've been hiding from us is that we're actually in a electromagnetic universe. And and uh, as soon as we break through that, we'll find that part of um, magnetism does not follow. Newtonian physics. So there's another set of physics that, that we need to learn um, and, and how to manipulate it. But the, the crux of the matter comes down to if all of a sudden, now it's not free energy, it has a cost to it, but it's much, much less expensive. So if, it, mm-hmm. if, if we know how to do this, if we know how to manipulate um, magnetics, then that would actually destroy some of the largest cash flows in the world, which was petroleum. And all you have to do is look at who, what families invested in petroleum. Queen of England, Queen of Holland, Rothschilds, Rockefellers. So that technology has been under wraps. Let us just call it Tesla technology, Uh, not the car, Um, the real guy, Nikola Tesla. And, and that this has been under wraps because it would destroy the petroleum-based economy. And that's the point we're at right now. We have a world based on petroleum uh, economy so, that's going to change. I'm not disputing anything you just said. But it seems as though we go through these phases where the world is controlled by the petroleum business. Now we're in a phase where the world is controlled by the pharmaceutical business. The world is always controlled by some evil corporate empire. Or is it just all the above? But it seems like we go through these phases where we we focus on something else that is at the core of hiding the truth from us. Right. But by the way, the the pharmaceutical um, um, companies are linked to petroleum. Well, of course. Right. And then you also get in there plastics. So, so, you, so you're, you're going to tell me that it all comes back to six families, no matter which industry no, or part of our life. My understanding is it's a little bit bigger than that now. Um, it's more like 13 families and that the actual 13 families, most of the names we don't even know. Right. We, we've never heard. They've hidden behind right. that. And, and, and I that. also believe that people like Gates are a distraction. I, I look at him as a, um, uh, a manager, um, that he himself is just simply a manager. You know, same with the Rothschilds. I think they're managers. 
um, you know, just like you have a financial investor to run run everything, it, that seems to be the Rothschilds. Well, um, that came to my attention that, that he was a distraction, and I think he's evil. I really I don't, I don't dispute that at all. But when he was constantly getting so much media attention for being the largest farmland owner in America, and I knew that wasn't right because they're, they're promoting he owns two hundred forty two thousand acres. I knew that Ted Turner owns millions. John McGlone owns millions. And so there's 50 people that own more land, individuals, than Bill Gates in this country. And yet media wanted us to believe he's the farmland owner. Oh, then they qualify it by saying, well, he owns farmland. Uh, Ted Turner owns ranch land. He owns timber. and all. Land is land. Every bit of land has a resource that can be utilized to improve life and improve the world. It doesn't right. matter whether it's... Range, you look at what T-Bone Pickens apparently owns um, a huge amount of the aquifer underneath (laughs) some of the best prime prime, uh, land in in America. T-Boone Pickens, not T-Bone Pickens. (laughs) (laughs) You left left out an O. If you're from New Jersey or not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well... Yeah, he owns the south end of the aquifer, so he only gets what we let go down there. Yeah, so so what what's literally being exposed to us now is a massive control um, paradigm, you might say. Mm-hmm. You know that uh, six six corporations control ninety percent of all of the news in America. Um, Ten corporations control. Uh, 90% of all food production um, uh, processing, food processing. And, and you're starting to see this. We don't, you know, what about the banks? Oh, my, you know, um, and, and the five largest U.S. banks have something like $260 trillion worth of derivatives last time I checked. And, and so we're looking at this, and now what seems to be happening is that the control paradigm is uh, failing, is, is, is collapsing, and they're yeah. trying to uh, position us to a new one. Thank you, Justin. Uh, T. Boone Pickens did pass on September the 11th, 2019. I, I think I knew that, but I forgot, so it's been two years. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I, and I don't know what happened to his assets or his land in his passing, I, I don't know. I did have his ex-wife on the radio several times because she was trying to be an advocate for the wild horse and uh, was completely flawed in her thinking. But that, too, the, the horse is just a pawn in the chess game to try to control the land. That's all that is, JC. That, 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 there's a chess game. And the first thing they do, of course, our favorite, our favorite phrase the first thing they do is to get you to shut off your brain and, you know, discernible thinking by calling it a conspiracy theory. Right. Okay? You know, don't don't look at the guy behind the curtain who's manipulating, you know, the machine. Um, and, and now now it looks like part of the machine is breaking. And it, and then and, and, and I think right now it's actually uh, is, is fairly stressful where I've watched a bunch of different, let's say um, pieces of information and that June seems to be a potential danger where um, let's just call it 
the, the cabal is getting cornered to such a degree that they're going to have to take some some very nasty measures uh, in defense. It's like cornering, you know, a wolverine. Um, I was going to say a wolf, but you use a wolverine. Well, it's close enough, yeah. Yeah, you, you corner the wolf, and he's not going to just lay there and say, okay, you got me. Yeah, nope, not he, at all. He might, he, he might charge. Yes, and... Uh, and so they came into the UFO stuff is that there's, there's a good amount of information that they're, they can fake a alien invasion and use that to manipulate people. And of course, we actually had that in uh, um, the famous broadcast of War of the Worlds. Um, and, and now I can't say yes or no. I can say that um, there are flying ships. The majority of people don't know it. You can't have an alien invasion if, if people think that aliens don't exist. <laughs> right? are, are we really talking about this on the same day that I'm in New Mexico where there was this alien theory landing? <laughs> I mean, this stuff couldn't line up more if I wanted it to. Yeah, maybe the tour should stop <laughs> off and... <laughs> Check, check for little guy. <laughs> I don't know why we didn't just go to there and, and have our a big party, our rally today. My goodness. Great. Every single day, JC, there's some correlate or, or parallel to something in life based on where we're at. Yeah. If that's I not, wonder, not divine I wonder, intervention. I don't know what is. I wonder if Stetson makes anything in tinfoil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they will. I'm going to take issue with Ed Strathman, though. Always the provocateur, if that's the right word. Um, I don't, you know, arable land clearly costs the most to buy. But in the big picture of a healthy planet, I don't know that it's any more important than timberland or terrain. You know, I, I let's just stay focused more on we have a really bad system of management. And, and so, you know, here in New Jersey, we had such beautiful farmland that we're putting yeah. condominiums on. I know. You know, and they're like, who, who's two, thinking two, here? Two million acres a year to urbanization. And I have to t- say that we look at the genomics, thanks to Neogen and these lab rats that sit there all day trying to find the mitochondria, the alleles, the genomics that are going to make improvements so that we can use less land to feed more people. That's what farmers and ranchers have done is have found a way to be efficient in the food production system. And all of that is a result of energy. And we challenge our energies into a positive way. So take a look at the genomics of the seed stock that you want to use and use ones that will make the most progress. Neogen makes that available to you. It's a DNA fingerprint very efficiently. Neogen.com. Last segment of Roll Route after this. Welcome back. Roll Route. Trent Lewis alongside J.C. Cole, who's just told us he has personally seen aliens through his third-generation telescope. Um, maybe that's just China spying on us. Yeah. A small, a small uh, correction there. I personally saw <laughs> flying vehicles. Right. Hey, didn't say they're aliens. <laughs> that's right. what I heard you say. Yeah, yeah. But, that, that, but it, it. at the end of the day, it's probably just China monitoring every every move that we're making. Um, 
I don't think it's the Chinese somehow. Um, you know, I, I actually think that, um, you know, I, uh, we. It's got to be the Russians. Everything's the Russians. It's the Russians. It's the Russians. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, um, I, I think it's, uh, first of all, I, I believe that we have our own flying craft. Thank, you know, thank goodness. And, you know, um, we, we have our starships. Um, they're, they're going to come out and tell us, uh, pretty soon. Um, ours are the triangle. It's called a TR3B. Um, you can look it up. And, um, so when it's the triangle over you, it's the U.S., it's the U.S. military, probably the Navy. Hard to say. Um, but then there are others. And no one really discusses much who the others are, but I think a little bit of a hint will go down to Antarctica. And, um, and if you look at, uh, Admiral Byrd did a, um, uh, took a flotilla down to Antarctica in 1947. I think it was called Project High Jump. So all you have to do is look that up and read it, and I think you'll find out um, some interesting things. And this is probably all going to come public. At the same time, we have other issues that, um, you know, it looks like there's a lot of information coming out on the toxic jab that's showing that it's poison. And if that is accurate, which I think it is, um, that at some point, the 50% of the Americans that uh, took it will wake up and, and have some very serious uh, emotional uh, um, issues as they realize they may have just um, uh, killed themselves. And, and that's what some of the news is pointing out is that uh, possibly in um in uh, july things start to panic and um and of course panic is is always dangerous because you're not using you know uh concernable or um you're not thinking correctly so in Um, my mind jc you know the fourth of july has always been the push and from what i understand about spike proteins if you look at the time when we started pushing people to get the jab until the months that that uh, come into July, that's about the time when you're going to start seeing people who did get the jab with serious issues. And so I think the, the horse will be out of the barn at that point. But yeah. you, you and I both know and see the, this, this information coming about how dangerous it is. And I'm perplexed at a number of people that either just want to ignore it, don't want to believe it, or think that we're nuts. And it's going to cost them. Yes, that that's true. And it's either it, it's it's going to you know as a as a species, sometimes we can get you know incredibly violent, mob violent. And so these people that have come out um, in the press pushing it. Mm-hmm. No, you know, take it. Um, one of my fraternity brothers is one of the top um, uh, uh, reporters for, um, uh, you know, mainstream media. And he, he's out there saying we should shun anybody who hasn't taken it. Hey, history is <laughs> repeat with uh, what we would call peasant revolt. 
forests where they show up with pitchforks and, and torches and, 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 uh, and uh, hanging ropes. And I think you're going to get that. I think what happens is you're going to get a, a society in panic. And so you look at, we've got like four things. If, it, if the UFO issue pops up and, and, and uh, they use it, uh, um, you've got panic there. If there's rumors that President Trump might actually come back to some degree, right? And I won't go into it much, but you'll have uh, the people who voted for Biden. They're they're going to be in a panic, right? You you may have um, at least there may, won't be many people panicking in that particular movement. No, <laughs> you've, but you you've also got this issue where you know I know fifty uh, percent of Americans may be in a panic because. They have a limited time to live. And, you know, and this affects every, by the way, I think it affects almost every family. It affects mine. You know, members of my family took it, despite right. what I would say. And then right. also, I believe that we've got this very crazy issue where our stock market has, is not linked to any fundamentals. And at some time, it's just got to break. And, and so you're seeing indications such as Russia is, uh, just got rid of all of their, um, their financial holdings in their sovereign wealth, uh, uh, U.S. dollar holdings. That was about about two hundred billion dollars they got out of the dollar, and that that uh, I picked up, you know, that uh, the the stock market can go south fairly quickly, and of course that's very dangerous because our whole system is based on it. So you've got all of these things piling up. At the same time, while we have a very vulnerable electrical distribution system. And, you know, and, and I, I don't want to be a doomsdayer. I want to call it out saying, hey, when that wolf comes, if that wolf is there, it's going to be brutal. Uh, one thing that troubles me, and I'm still back on the jab issue instead of the wolf and coming at us. By the way, your wolf analogy, I'm going to use that for sure. Because... You think about cornering a wolf. So if you got four cowboys in a pasture and you see a wolf and they all start going and they get the wolf cornered, he's going to come at one of you. Absolutely. So if the wolf is this entity that we're talking about, the cabal, whatever term you want to put on it, and there's only four people going to corner that wolf, you got a 25% chance of it being you. If there's a million people corner that wolf, you got a one millionth of a chance of it being you. The answer still lies in what we're doing on this tour, motivating Absolutely. people to stand up and be a part of the masses. Absolutely. And I, I, I watched one of my, you know, um, you know, favorite movies. But, you know, it, it's always about divide and conquer. And so, mm -hmm. well, the opposite of divide and conquer is you. Unite and stand, right? And and my goodness, we will be so incredibly powerful, especially the Americans. And I said that to you a couple of times where one of the things when I was overseas, I realized Americans come together faster than any other culture I have, I've seen, and I've seen a lot, um, to um, come together for a common cause. You just have right. to get them to realize the common cause. You know, and that goes back to, you know, part of our history of the Amish raising a um, raising a barn. The whole community has to come and, and build the barn. And then it's done in a day. Yeah, well, absolutely. that's what we've got to do. And you're the spearhead. So 
one other thing I, uh, that I don't understand. So many people sit back and think that Donald Trump is the answer. I think he's part of the solution. I, I, I don't sit back and think he's going to fix everything because he didn't fix everything in four years. He's, he, he can't. No, I, I think. But he, he has but he has to know the dangers of this jab. And yet he was very publicly taking it. And his family did. I, I don't understand. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll look at it this way. First of all, if you look at his coat of arms, you will see at the top of the coat of arms, a hand holding a spear. <laughs> Seriously, a spearhead. Uh-huh. If you look at his coat of arms. So the, the next is we simply don't know what he's really having to handle. Right? You know, for instance, I just said, you know, since since Trump has been there and he and he pushed very hard so that we'd have a, a space. Um, uh, what what they call it? Um, um, space. We have a space it? force. Right, right. We have a well, well, well. Hell, you can't build a space force in two years. We what he was pushing for is the acknowledgement that we have a space force, but we he can't right. come out and say that. So, so right. there's an exact example of it that he's dealing with things that he can't come out and tell us. And so, how can we even, pro, you know, project his actions when you know mm-hmm. he's playing a, almost a fourth dimensional chess game? And most of us are kind of, you know, can remember when we played checkers. And, and, and now we're trying to make decisions, you know, on, on his moves. By the way, yeah. I'm, I'm 15 miles away from him. You know, he's in Bedminster, uh, New Jersey. And every half hour, I hear the F-16s uh, flying over. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, because you can tell the sound difference, you know, right. um, on the on, – um, compared to normal jets. So, and what many people don't know is parts of New Jersey are quite wealthy. And right? mm-hmm. um, where out in Bedminster, you had uh, uh, Jacqueline Onassis, you had DeLorean, you had Malcolm Forbes. You have a lot of wealth out in that region um, because it's only an hour into New York City, right? which is the center of money. One minute. What do we need to most know today to prepare until next Wednesday? Well, I'd, I'd still harp on getting um, <clears throat> getting some books, you know, Dare to Prepare by Holly Dale and When Technology Fails by Matt Stein, because those are your references if, if things get, get really rocky. Um, mm-hmm. And and the, and the 10, and it actually looks like it will. Um, and so energy, water, food, have, have, have those. Uh, I'm a little behind on my reading assignments, I have to admit, Professor. <laughs> right. Hey, I did get a tractor PTO generator, though. Give me a little credit, all right? Okay, there we go. Yeah. Right. And by the way, if you don't have fuel, your generator doesn't do you any good. So it's kind yeah, of all... Yeah, it's a technicality. Right, right. It's just a minor technicality. We could get right. some... And, and- we what see, we'll do, we'll make a treadmill for pigs so that they can run and generate electricity and capture it in a battery. Good luck with that. <laughs> and for the first time that J.C. Cole did not mention his cherished goats, I will say that we have journeyed down the road connecting rural and urban America. J.C. Cole and myself both remind you that all roads do lead to a rural route. See you in Moriarty, New Mexico today, Springerville, Arizona, tomorrow. 
If you'd like to help financially, make a check out to me. Put Arise USA in the memo and send it to P.O. Box 545, Loop City, Nebraska 68853. We are coming along very well, but this is a $3 million project, and if you'd like to help $100 at a time, that's what it's about. Grassroots America, Arise USA, Faith, Family, and Freedom. See you down the trail.